Welcome to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the latest topics in the medical fitness industry. Today's guests are Logan Stogner, Fitness Director at the Singing River HealthFlex, and Aaron Williams, Clinical Integration Coordinator at the Singing River HealthFlex. Listen as we discuss development and execution of a medical wellness center's hospital-based patient referral system. Welcome to the latest episode of Everything Medical Wellness, sponsored by HealthFlex Associates. I'm your host, Ryan Barr. Uh, my co-host, Don Doyle, is sending this episode out, mainly due to the fact that our guests today are part of the team here with me at Singing River HealthFlex. HealthFlex Associates has had the pleasure of managing the Singing River HealthFlex for Singing River Health System on the Mississippi Gulf Coast since it opened almost 13 years ago. And my guests today are Fitness Director Logan Stogner and Clinical Integration Coordinator Aaron Williams have been with me almost the whole time, I think, right? Logan, yeah, about, oh, I'm approaching 11 years now. 11 years, and Aaron, you're right behind him, right? Yeah, about 10. 10 years. So <laughs> the three of us have been here almost the entire time. Um, I've been here since it opened, and uh, we've been kind of uh, the self-proclaimed and uh, nucleus of the club for since its inception uh, back in 2011. So um, welcome, both of you, uh, to the Everything Medical Wellness podcast. Um, on today's episode, we're going to uh, focus on our very robust clinical integration programming. Um, I know we've done a previous podcast with our Indianapolis Club Clinical Integration Coordinator. Um, that episode kind of focused on a testimonial with him and one of his clients. But today, we are going to focus on building a, a clinical integration program, uh, and more specifically, the patient referral system. And while Logan and Aaron have been involved with all parts of the program, I've asked Logan to speak more about our patient or client referral system and the importance of the hospital's EMR system integration. And Aaron will be speaking about the actual on-site training program that we call on our site, uh, Healthy Transitions. So, Logan, tell us about your experience getting our EMR or, or electronic medical records and wellness referral system built. Sure. It was probably about two years ago, maybe a little bit before, where we started to see how everything was shifting to electronic versions uh, and getting away from paper referrals and what have you, I guess, trying to save some trees. And uh, that's when we set the goal to uh, get into Epic. And then once we got the approval of our executive team, got the approval of the IT team, as well as the Epic team, and got that thumbs up that we started working hand in hand with the Epic team. So we had many meetings with the Epic team in which they asked us many questions about specifically what we needed in Epic. And then they went to work on building that out, which took about a month or so for them to build it specifically to our needs. And then once they had it built out in Epic, we went through three classes. Most of those classes lasted probably about an hour. Um, an hour to four hours in length. We learned about ambulatory services. We learned about the referral system and how all that worked. And the entire time, our Epic team was just phenomenal. Yes. I mean, they answered every question we had while we were in the classes. Also, even after those classes, anytime we had questions, which we had a lot, uh, they were so helpful and they would remote in with us into our computers and solve any problems that we had. So, I mean, just 
a major help and a contribution to this effort. So we really applaud our EPIC team for being so helpful in that. And um, since then, we have been really, really going to town in relation to how many referrals we're receiving. I kind of liken the whole journey to like a spaceship taking off off of a platform. <laughs> it requires the most energy, the more, the most effort right in the beginning. So that it kind of describes the beginning of our journey when we first started. It took a lot of time. I'll, I'll be honest, it took a lot of time and, and um, a lot of other things got put on the back burner, no pun intended, uh, when we were first learning Epic and how to use, use it because there's a lot to it. But after we got airborne and we got into the atmosphere, if you will, uh, things are selling so much smoothly now and it's pretty much effortless in terms of how efficiently it's all flowing now so overall it's been a great experience like i said it was uh a challenge in the beginning it took a lot of time but it was well worth it and highly recommend it for anyone else yes i, I can agree with all of you said there it was an interesting journey to work with the, our, our client hospital uh, singer River health system um, and i can second what you said there about uh the efforts that they put into helping us because uh, we were three uh, rookies that have never even glimpsed the EMR system before. So it looked foreign to us right from the beginning. So and they were a great help training us up on how to do that um, and get it and get it going. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware that are listening, the Epic system is the electronic medical record system that hospitals use. There are several out there throughout the country, but Epic is one of the most well-known and most used. And uh, it's a very complicated system. We're just using pieces of it for our referral system. Um, but the training uh, itself was still pretty extensive for us to learn how to use it properly um, and, and remember everything we had to do to use it. Aaron and Logan use it on a daily basis. I do not. Um, so they are very familiar with it. But I did go through the training as well. And, and it, it is a lot to, to do and a lot of things to remember to make sure that you're get, you're taking full advantage of, of the system which I believe we are. Um, to my next point, Logan, share some of the results that we've seen thus far and try to include some of the numbers we had before we did this okay. to compare. Sure. Uh, so when we first got into Epic, which was last October, we were getting referrals through Epic, and which at that point in time, we were also receiving paper referrals as well, in addition to the referrals we see received in our work queue. So let me go off on just a little tangent and tell you about kind of the system, how it works, and then I'll come back to answering this question. So how it works is we receive a referral to us and it lands in what's called a work queue. And it sits in that work queue until I have time to schedule that person. And when I schedule them, it removes them from the work queue at that point. So between the months of October to February 23rd, which is the date that we went live, we had 207 referrals in that time frame. To kind of give you some comparison to the previous uh, year, in just three weeks time from us uh, being placed in Epic where our work queue went live, in three weeks time, we exceeded the number of doctor referrals that we had in the previous 52 weeks. I'll say that again. In three weeks' time, we exceeded the number of doctor referrals we had in the previous 52 weeks in the previous year. So it's made all the difference in the number of 
referrals. And so since then, we're averaging about three to four per business day is what we're seeing. We, you know, we get all of our referrals, obviously, through the week, uh, not on Sunday or anything. So we do this average by the uh, business day. So we get three to four per business day. Uh, a couple of Tuesdays ago, we had eight referrals in that one day. And just yesterday, we had six doctor referrals just yesterday. So it's really changed the game where prior to being at an epic, we were getting pretty much about one doctor referral per week. So big on, on a good week. Yeah, on a good <laughs> week. So big difference there on the referrals. But another thing, too, besides the uh, the qualitative and the quantitative data, the the perception that it gives in the medical community, because now they see that we are in the same system that they use, talking about they being the doctors and the nurses and the medical staff, we're using the same technology that they are. So it enhances our perception in the medical community because now they're starting to see us on the same level, if you will, as them in that we can we can use the same software, use the same systems as they use in clinics and what have you. So it's really changed the way that they view us. So that's just some of the results we can talk about. Yeah, definitely. That's a mouthful. There's so much to talk about there. Um, that's an excellent point on how it builds the reputation of the wellness center as well. Um, those of you in medical wellness uh, probably are uh, hearing that and and, and nodding uh, deep nods uh, on on the value of of building that partnership and reputation with your client health system. Um, so to wrap it up, Logan, for you. As, as I know that you were very involved with this and um, you're a note taker for everything you do. Can you share with our listeners any tips or something you might do different if you had to do it all over again? Sure. And this is one thing I communicated with Ryan and Aaron a while back that I would uh, would have changed if I could go back. You know how they say hindsight's always 2020. Uh, one of the things that we had built out by the Epic team is something that is abbreviated as a BPA, which is a best practice advisory. So when uh, a patient meets a certain criterion, this BPA, best practice advisory, fires. And what that means is it pops up kind of like a dialogue box for the nurse or for the doctor to see. And the benefit of it is it reduces the number of clicks that the doctor or nurse has to work through in order to refer the patient to us. So normally, if they were not using that BPA, they would have to go through five to seven clicks in order to refer the patient to us. But this BPA literally reduces it down to one click, which if you have any conversation, conversation with physicians, you know that the simpler and easier you can make it, the better. So if you can reduce it down to one click, that's the ideal. So mm -hmm. thankfully, we were on that and uh, came up with that idea and implemented that idea early on in the game. And that has made a huge difference. But the one thing I would have changed is we were just so eager and so excited to get into Epic and get everything working that if I had to do it again, I would would have done more education on the front end and educated the physicians prior to activating the BPA. Uh, so it would have made rounds. And then once we got the approval 
turn the BPA on for the physicians who approved it? Because you can, I've learned, you can activate BPAs specifically for, you know, any physician that you want. You don't have to do it for the whole health system. So, for instance, you can educate Dr. Smith on what the BPA is and what he would be referring to and then turn the BPA on specifically for Dr. Smith. So that's what I would do if I had to do it again is I would educate first. And once I got the doctor's approval, then activate the BPA specifically for that doctor. Now, in regard to any tips that I can offer, the first, I mean, biggest tip that I can offer is get into Epic as soon as possible because mm-hmm. it is a game changer. The way I kind of perceive Epic, it is the clinical integration hub. And what I mean by that is everything is centralized. It all comes together where before we were in Epic, we had, you know, documents, paper documents spread out. We had some in this cabinet, some in this drawer, et cetera, some some files that were stored on an electronic file. So it's kind of spread out. Well, this puts all things clinical integration into one hub, one spot, which is Epic. So we do everything through it from referrals to following up with physicians to uh, post um, putting the patient's result sheets on patient charts. It just puts it all in one location, which makes it so much more convenient. And we're not going to five different locations to have our clinical integration program running smoothly. So my biggest tip to you would be to get in Epic as soon as possible. You're going to need to convince somebody pretty high up on the chain, maybe an executive, get get him or her on your side to get that approval so you can get the ball rolling. So without a doubt, it has been a game changer for us, which I know Aaron is going to speak more here in a few minutes about how much it has changed the game for us. But that's pretty much answer your question. All right. Very good. Yeah. Excellent stuff there, Logan. Um, A lot of hard work went into that five minute conversation there. Um, So uh, speaking of tips and what to do, um, Aaron's up next. And one thing I can say is if even before you get into what we just spoke about with the with the EMR referral system, uh, just listening to Logan and, and the initial numbers that we were able to bring in as soon as we went live, you better be ready for them, uh, meaning you better have a program in place uh, and be ready to market it to your community providers. Um, you better have the personnel in place. You better have that personnel trained up. And this is what Aaron and Logan did so well before we started, um, because the referrals are going to start coming. Uh, yes, it's just like membership sales where you're going to have, I mean, just because you have 65 referrals in a month does not mean that all 65 of those people are going to are going to come through your 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 club. But you need to be ready for them. Um, and we work hard every month, day in and day out to bring as many of them in and convince them that we are um, we are here to help them. But that program better be in place. And Aaron's going to talk a little bit more about that. Because uh, we had a program in place before this all started, but we kind of made it bigger and better now. And Aaron's going to talk about that journey. So, Aaron, as as a clinical integration coordinator, you and your team of certified trainers um, are more of the boots on the ground here on the club. So tell all the listeners a little bit about the Healthy Transitions program and how the EMR referral program has changed that game. So to kind of go back 
to its history. It actually started out probably about eight or nine years ago. I know Logan brought one uh, healthy transitions long, long time ago. Um, and then when I kind of took over about eight or nine years ago as the clinical coordinator, just each and every year, we've we've done everything we could to uh, make it better. But basically, it started out as a general referral program, uh, meaning if a physical therapist at the time, it was really just physical therapy sending us referrals. Um, basically, a, a, you know, a medical provider would basically refer their patient to us. They would tell us their diagnosis and what their restrictions were. And then based off of that information, we would develop um, a program for them, a, a um, an exercise program to try to help them do a post rehab based program. Um, and as Logan and, and Ryan have stated, um, you know, we've uh, we've definitely have grown the program over the past eight or nine years. Um, you know, we've we've changed a lot of aspects to it. Um, one aspect that we recently changed um, over the past year is the actual consultation itself. Um, so one thing that we actually do with any referral uh, that comes through the door uh, is we take them through a, basically a fitness assessment, which includes uh, the end body scan, which I know <laughs> I know Logan here could probably go on a an hour long conversation <laughs> just about the end body by itself. But uh, basically what we do is we take them through a pretty comprehensive assessment. Uh, we assess their body composition. We assess their cardiovascular endurance. Uh, we assess uh, strength. Um, we assess flexibility. We do a couple of tests from the functional movement screen. Um, we also do things such as balance and, and, and things of that nature. And what we do in that assessment is a couple of things. So in the consultation, what we do is we try to make it uh, to where, you know, they're building a rapport with us. Um, you know, we consider ourselves as personal trainers. We really see ourselves here as qualified health professionals. So much like Logan was speaking on earlier, you know, we are part of the medical team. We are at the end of the continuum of care um, to make sure a patient is getting their best care. So uh, during that fitness assessment, we try to make sure we know what they're what we're working with so we can give them the best program possible. Um, now, when it comes to how EMR has changed the game, um, I think Logan stated it best, you know, really a few minutes ago, uh, you know, in one month, and actually, no, in three weeks, uh, we actually received the same amount of referrals as we did the entire fiscal year the year before. Um, so in terms of, uh, you know, sheer quantity of referrals, uh, it's just been an absolute game changer. But one thing I will say, too, um, that's been a game changer for us is rapport. Um, we have definitely improved our rapport uh, as far as it comes to the medical staff. Um, so we've, um, particularly myself, um, we've built quite a rapport with a lot of the local physicians here. Um, so, you know, it used to be we would get maybe a referral from one or two doctors who knew about HealthPlex, um, but Logan can probably give you an exact number, but I would say that number is probably, you know, at least tripled. We're getting referrals uh, really throughout the entire health system, not just from physicians, but nurse practitioners uh, and other um, physical therapists that, believe it or not, we've just learned about. So it gives us an opportunity to continue to build rapport uh, with our medical staff, 
Um, and it also helps us um, just essentially stay on the same page. And uh, like I tell Logan all the time, one of my favorite words uh, when it comes to what we do for a living is synergy. So the best thing that the EMR has done for us is it has just built a synergy um, with us and the health system um, and everybody who's involved with uh, the referral process. Very good. And just for the listeners out there, the Healthy Transitions program, uh, the patient has the option of working with the trainer once per week for four weeks or eight weeks. And the determining factors for whether or not a patient qualifies for the Healthy Transitions program is obesity, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, uh, osteoporosis, cancer diagnosis, just the usual comorbidities um, there. And, and that's kind of what the we preach to the providers on, on, on our end. Uh, in order to get these folks into our into our system, uh, and, and it's a strong program, and it's helped a lot of people in the community already. Um, uh, but transitioning now, uh, Aaron, um, this is this is what you do on a day to day. But in my mind, one of the biggest areas of of, of focus, as and, and it's also difficult from a, from a time basis and just and getting it, getting out there and doing it. What what I mean, the three of us know there's a lot more than just that program that they go, that goes into results for the program not for the patient but for the program but what else do you do to make sure that the program continues to flourish and the referrals just keep coming yeah so um there's a lot of things that go involved with the success of a program like this um i would definitely say one of the biggest factors would be results thing that i know ryan loves to talk about and he said it for years is nothing motivates like results i think i've heard that literally since i've been hired here um But um, I would definitely say results. And um, I can tell you now, I know uh, uh, one of our biggest testimonials here at the HealthFlex uh, was a gentleman named Ricky. Um, you know, and he did this program and it literally saved his, his life. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing is, is making a difference. This isn't a program to not just get referrals, just so somebody joins uh, your membership. Um, you know, we want to make sure, uh, you know, that we're actually making a difference in these folks' lives. Um, but another thing that we'd like to do, too, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, is just continuing to build rapport, um, not only just by uh, talking through to these physicians or these therapists, you know, through email, but actually making visits to clinics. So, uh, you know, making rounds. So any clinical coordinator uh, in HealthPlex right now listening to this, that is a huge part of your job. So, you know, making rounds uh, usually once every three months would be ideal and make sure when you go there. Uh, do two things. Number one, let your office man let the office manager of the clinic know that you're coming. Do not show up um, unannounced because uh, it's not that physicians aren't interested, but they're very, very busy. So uh, much like our time should be respected, we need to respect their time. Um, but let the office managers know that you're coming so they can let the doctors know that to be expecting you. Um, but just educate them. Let them know what you're doing. Let them know why what you're doing is important. Hand them uh, marketing materials such as rack cards and posters. I can't begin to tell you how many people um, have actually 
been referred to us by simply looking at a poster on a doctor's office um, and basically saying, hey, what is this program about? And then a doctor literally will send the referral as soon as a patient asks about that. So, um, you know, definitely making sure you keep the rapport, keep constant contact with any uh, medical provider um, that that is sending you referrals. Um, making sure you just continuously uh, keep that rapport is an absolute game changer uh, when it comes to the success of this program. And then one other thing I want to mention, too, and this to me uh, is absolutely crucial. I know Logan, I mean, Ryan touched on it a few minutes ago, but having a good team in place, having trainers uh, and staff, even to the front desk, desk staff, that are educated and and understand what our mission and goal is um, having trainers that understand what the purpose of this program is um, but just making sure that everybody is on the same page um, that way the program itself can can be successful definitely good stuff aaron um aaron is also the keeper of the numbers which to me is is the is the one also a very important part of it and just tracking the metrics for and tracking the improvements of all of these patients and and clients that are coming through our system it's important to be able to provide feedback to the providers um the doctors the nurse practitioners whoever whoever's sending the patients they want to know and we want to share with them what are what the results are uh, of the program when they come through aaron has uh, been, done a great job with that and has found different ways to do it through epic even um, to send feedback directly to the provider through Epic um, based on the results of, of uh, that they're getting from the Healthy Transitions program. So that is key. Um, it's key to a lot of different things in our industry, but being able to see the metrics and the before and afters and record testimonials for people going through the program, um, uh, I would highly recommend for anybody going through this. So, well, I asked the same thing to Logan, Aaron. Lastly, um, any tips or advice for any listeners that are thinking about getting this started in their club? Very much so what Logan said. In my opinion, if you are a fleet-based fitness company and you have a clinical coordinator or whatever the position is to where you want to work in the community and try to get referrals from physicians in the door, uh, to me, it, it it's almost a no-brainer at this point. We're in 2023. You need to be in either Epic or whatever, whatever the health system that you are a part of is using, whatever electronic medical referral system that is being used. Uh, it should be almost a no brainer uh, if you are you know, a brand new um, fitness facility that is uh, that is going to be starting up. That should be part of the onboarding process is making sure that right out the gate, you are trained to get into the EMR system. Um, and then right out the gate, not only are you educated in the sense of you know how to use the system, but you are now um, educated enough to go to the providers and educate them about the program that they will be referring their patients to. But uh, much like Logan said, we're in the age of technology now. So um, and the biggest tip I would say is get in there um, and, and make sure you get this um, launched immediately. But to piggyback off what Ryan also mentioned, uh, when you do launch this, make sure you have everything ready. Uh, do not, uh, you know, do not get the system in place, and then you end up getting a hundred referrals 
um, you know, the first month, but you have absolutely no idea what you're going to do with them. So have a healthy transitions program or develop a referral system process in which, uh, you know, you know what you're going to do uh, with uh, with these referrals. Much like Logan said, um, you know, we have a very, very uh, strategic system in which we do. Once the referral is sent to us, he calls them, he schedules them. They meet with the trainer. They do the fitness assessment. Amongst doing that, uh, we will take them through an equipment orientation. Um, if they choose to work with a trainer, we sign them up for healthy transitions. It's a very strategic method um, in what we do, but it also helps the patient. Of, and, and that's what it matters. That's who matters the most in all this is the patient. It helps the patient understand, wow, like I really need work. I really need help. Um, so again, making sure that when you actually get this system launched, um, that you are, you have everything that you need, um, to handle the amount of referrals. And again, have a great team and have a great support system, um, that can help you actually, um, be successful, um, with the program. That's what I always say. Have a great team involved. And I do, uh, thank you both, Aaron, uh, Logan, uh, you guys have been terrific. Uh, I hope uh, the listeners got something out of that. Um, that's been our journey here the past few years, and uh, it's been a fun one. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast. Um, everybody, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. 